Welcome to the Mama Matters podcast. Whether you're expecting, you've recently given birth, or you're just starting along your fertility journey, it's time to get down to the nitty gritty and sort fact from fiction. I'm your host, Rosie Dumbrell, physiotherapist and pregnancy expert. Mama Matters aims to provide an easily digestible, up-to-date and evidence-based approach to pregnancy, birth and motherhood with a side dose of humour along the way. Interviews from the industry's leading experts and experience of my own adventures as a mother to three gorgeous boys under four. I want to share the stuff that helps to grow confidence throughout motherhood. Mama Matters is a podcast by Lenny Rose Active and this is what you can expect to hear in upcoming episodes. There was a a need and Liz, who's who's the other co-founder of Bub, she's one of the most, like the most beautiful people that walks on this earth. Like I I love her. She reminds me of my mum so much. She's the most sweetest person. Mm -hmm. And she had the same core values as me. And we started off just literally on a piece of paper and just putting ideas together. And it was all about helping. There, there, There was no, there was nothing else in it. We just wanted to help women that have gone through what I had gone through Thanks so much for joining us today, Lorinska. I'm so excited to have been able to coordinate a chat. We're both sort of in lockdown, busy mums, lots going on. So thank you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. And I'm not going to lie, you might see a little um, aura hand come over. It is Florence. <laughs> it's, we're, still in, we're still in stage four. It is stage four, isn't it? I've switched off from the news. I'm not watching it anymore. I find I get confused. I don't know what I'm meant to be doing, not meant to be doing it. <laughs> It's a bit like that, isn't it? No, so I I think so. (laughs) We'll we'll say yes. Um, so, yeah, obviously, you know, most of you will know of Lorinska through her amazing Netflix series, Yummy Mummies. Um, but what you might not know about her is that she's also a teacher in a past life. She's a mum of two and she also has, um, in the last 12 months, a little bit over, launched uh, Bub app, which is an amazing, wow. amazing pregnancy support yeah. um, app with a beautiful That's my community. baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah just a lot going on um so yeah thank you so much for joining us and I'd just love to know before we get into the nitty-gritty like what on earth is it like being heavily pregnant and all glammed up and running around on a tv set and just Uh, managing all that with such grace yeah (laughs) I was actually really lucky because um Penelope was textbook you know I'd almost say that was a pregnancy that is virtually like really non heard of. It was so easy to get pregnant. It was, you know, a one off, literally a one off. And Andrew and I were laughing, going, like, imagine. And I was. Um, and then I just felt like I was just a vehicle with a bump. Like I, I had no sickness whatsoever. Um, I felt great. Um, I was working huge hours I was um teaching and filming in between and then on weekends I was also doing the traffic really early on for Channel 9 for Melbourne and Adelaide that was here to produce it yourself on weekends here you have to get your outfits it was insane looking back now I just think <laughs> I, I don't even know how it did it and it wasn't until Andrew it's a fun day he's like I, I thrive off being busy but he was concerned he was like you just you're working so much and and I feel like you're now growing a baby but I felt fine and the birth was easy and Penelope was like the most perfect child she's just 
so easy. Like she slept, she fed. <laughs> she, like, and so I was like, what is all the, what are people rubbing on about? This is the easiest thing in the world. It wasn't hard for me to, you know, grab, put on a dress, my close girlfriend's makeup artist. It's kind of like my life anyway was, you know, what was in the show. I mean, parts of it, obviously, you add a bit of GST, but it was how <laughs> life was. You know, I was working. It was so fun. The travelling, probably in the end, when we were travelling to Adelaide, that's when, you know, you could kind of feel the pinch coming yeah. back. You felt a bit tired and then you'd have to get up and either go to work or you had to prep for your class, um, which I was in prep prep stage so yeah it's some days you just think oh wow I don't know how I did that but I did it and I think the thing about it it's you know everything has an end and it's not forever so you just wake up you give it your best shot and you see what happens you know if it works that day it does and if it doesn't it you know it doesn't I think you just got to have that mindset I think that's even being a mum you know some days you have it together and you think you're super mum then other days it's like Holy shit, like... We were just talking about our (laughs) four-year-olds. How no one tells you, you know, the challenges that that's going to be. Andrew's like, what's going on? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with four-year-olds because that is war. How are you was It was loads of fun. Rachel, I knew well. Jane, um, the other girl in the show, her husband has always done my hair. We modelled together back in the day. And then Maria, we didn't know. She was the girl from Adelaide. So, you know, we were just like mates hanging out every day. So it really wasn't, you know, like it was hard to even call it work some I'm days. I'm dying um, to know is she as bad as what she was portrayed on television? Like is that actually her personality? <laughs> Because what the hell? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah, it's strange, wasn't it, Florence? But people get caught up in TV and I think myself having been worked at Channel 9 and, you know, reported on, on traffic and, you know, modelling from such a young age, you have a pretty good grasp of how things work and mm-hmm. I feel like when people get thrown to a show, they feel like they have to sell their soul. But, and you, so you've got to start thinking about, okay, what jobs am I going to do going further and how is that going to affect my family or how is it going to affect my husband's so you were being um, came across, um, you know, you're such a, you are a down to earth person, I think. And it, you, you come, you just come across as yourself as far as, you know, it seems often on set and all that sort of stuff. You're the same person and you've worked really hard. So, you know, maybe that is, is kind of part of the course of why you've been so successful and been so well received because <laughs> you're just being, and, you know, you can't get so um, caught up into it, you know, and, and often, you know, people say I had to do with the trolls and, and all that. Well, you just, you don't give it any oxygen. You don't read into it. You don't. You can almost tell when a DM is a bit snarly and I, I won't even go into it. I just, yeah. I, you just delete. You know, I feel like, uh, you know, why do I, 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 if I know what's right for me, my family, I don't mm. need to always share it. I feel like there's enough that you can share, but I feel like you, you've still got to know where your boundaries are. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's just obviously such a, a different journey for everybody. But um, I'd love to then segue into your, you sort of mentioned it a little bit, but you've obviously got other things going on as well outside of being in the sort of media and sort of celebrity space. You've recently launched Bub App. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and where that sort of came from with you yeah. and, and, and Liz? Well, then when I fell pregnant with Florence, it was a whole different can of worms. Like it, it was... The, pre- the the pregnancy was really hard. I'd, I'd had a miscarriage before and that was such a shock to me because I had such an easy birth and I was like, 
why have I had a miscarriage for? Like, mm. you know, why has this happened to me? And then I thought it was because my mum had a few miscarriages, so it must be like a hereditary thing. And and then um, Andrew had said, why? Why has it happened to us for? And I said, I don't know, like I'm uneducated in this space. I felt pregnant with Florence and it should be so exciting, but it just wasn't. I was so nervous. Every pinch in my back, I thought I was going to have a miscarriage. I was going to the toilet so much just to try and find a trickle of blood just so I can prepare myself. Like I was preparing myself to lose the next baby. Like I I thought it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I don't want to get excited about it. I don't want to be excited about pregnancy. It was awful. It's like, it's like someone just taking the safety net away from me and you just, you feel like you're falling. It was awful. And then I really, and I suppose being in the situation I was I feel like I, 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 I couldn't put it out there because I felt like I don't want to be judged I don't want people to you know know what's going on but I need help I need I need to find out I need to speak to people and thankfully I had that amazing relationship with my obstetrician my obstetrician is like he's like a father figure like I call him as my GP and he's like the risk you need to go see your GP and I'm like but Lynn I want to go see you so I was lucky I had that but not everyone has that access not everyone can go and speak to a midwife an obstetrician a pediatrician whatever it is people don't have that access and then when I finally opened up about it it was, I become so vulnerable that I had so much help and I thought, oh my gosh, how beautiful is this? Like, it was like I'd been given a key to a whole world and th- th- there was a there was a need and Liz, who's my, who's the other co-founder of Bub, she's one of the most, like the most beautiful people that walks on this earth. Like, I, I love her. She reminds me of my mum so much. She's the most sweetest person Mm. And she had the same core values as me. And we started off just literally on a piece of paper and just putting ideas together. And it was all about helping. There there was no, there was nothing else in it. We just wanted to help women that have gone through what I had gone through. But then on the flip side, Liz, which she would, I'm, would, I'm allowed to say, say, because I've asked her numerous times, spoken about it, but she had three uh, recurrent miscarriages, so three, one after the other. And then I had in my mother's group, I had a, a one of my best friends lost her, lost her, she gave birth to a baby and then only lasted for 99 days. And so there was this whole other world that I feel like us mothers need support. And I feel like you don't have a mother's group or a mother's club or you're signed to a mother's blog or something. Who do you have, you know? And sometimes your husbands are great or your partners are great, but you just need another mother's um, touch. And, and you know, when you've carried a baby, you can really relate to it. Like there's certain things that I'll see on TV and I'll go, oh, Andrew, turn it off. Like, I can't deal with seeing that or I can't deal with looking at that or it's too much or it's just too raw. And he's like, oh, but they're getting help. But I'm like, I don't know, when you've carried a child, it's so different. Like you're so more connected and nothing bad on his case but you know you, you sometimes just need that that group of mums to um support you and to to say it's going to be okay when we researched different um pregnancy apps they were all a whole lot of them, None were, of them just, were written by um you know medical like it's it's just all written by mothers which Sometimes that can be okay, but if my body's going through something, I want a doctor. So you do have that, you know, full panel of medical experts. Obviously, I'm privy to being one of them, which is such a great privilege. Yeah, I mean, and then I don't know of any, aside from the medical support side, which is amazing, you've got a whole group of, you know, pregnancy-specific experts from obstetricians and gynecologists to lactation consultants to early childhood to to midwifery to physiotherapy, and you have the support 
support side around pregnancy loss, which I haven't seen that in any other sort of, you know, application or sort of similar, you know, you, yeah. it feels like you've taken everything from, you know, preconception through through to like you've thought of everything. <laughs> and, and I think um, that was really important to me was because when I did miscarriage with my second pregnancy, I kept getting the alerts on where my baby was at and I didn't know how to switch it off. And I and I, I, I emailed the Prince apps to say, can you switch this off? I don't want to see where my baby was tracking. And no, and no one got back. And then I thought, that's and I just said if I ever did that, that is the one thing I would. If you're in preconception, you don't. There's a part where you shouldn't be seeing the baby stuff because if I'm trying to get pregnant, as selfish as this might sound, I don't want to hear about another mum getting pregnant. You know, as awful as that is, I don't want to hear it because I'm trying so hard. Or you know, and so that part we were able to split. So if you're in the preconception mode, you didn't see a progression of where your baby could be when you want something and and I feel like at that stage when I was trying for Florence I felt I felt like everywhere I turned there was a belly in front of me and I was like oh get these bellies yeah and so it really is built out from your own experience through pregnancy through pregnancy loss um and through I guess just really knowing what a woman needs and so you guys have done such a great job with that it's you know kudos to you and it continues to evolve and to and to develop yeah and you know it is obviously pregnancy and infant loss awareness month so it's really great the work that you're doing around that and and that you have you know shared your story publicly and um has that been cathartic for you as well to be able to share and support other women I think I think it was when I put it on social media I was I was sitting with my publicist at the time because I just she said this is this is such a you're going to be fine I'm like oh I just felt like I was so vulnerable and I was opening myself up but everyone just poured their stories in and you instantly didn't feel alone anymore. And like, for me, I felt like, I done, what did I do? You know, what did I do? What was it? And, and it is, it's, it's, it's one in four. And I ne- never, ever knew those stats. I didn't know it was one in four. I, I didn't know how common it was. Not that makes it any easier, but the people that would send me texts of my friends to say, Oh, you know, the Rinska, I had a miscarriage and I was like, what? I never knew. And they go, well, yeah, well, it's not something that people talk about. But I feel like now people do talk about miscarriage a lot more. Like I feel like, but yeah, there's more awareness around it, which I think is so important because you you can feel so alone and you just think, why, 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 why? And, you know, you, you start planning your life around that baby. You know, you start thinking, oh, you know, it's birthday's going to be there and I'm going to have a new baby at Christmas. Like you, you can't help. You get so excited. Mm. But, yeah, on the flip side of that, you know, Andrew and I, we definitely want to have a third baby. But I got that vibe. I'm like, when's oh, like, coming? <laughs> when I had all my issues, I never cared. I was like, you know what, I don't care. I just want a healthy baby. You know, you have all these stupid, misconceptions of what you want you know you want to have this you want to have that you go through a struggle and you just want a healthy baby but and you know I were laughing the other day he goes three girls and I said gee that would be hard like he goes oh he's just thinking about you at your wedding you were a nightmare I was like mom and dad I want fireworks <laughs> like boys of like having three boys I love having boys but they're so full-on as little kids it's like maybe they'll be a bit easier later on Lawrence is soft natured she's so soft but Florence uh, Penelope she could I'm sure she could almost pass as boy she's just <laughs> so rough, rough and tumble like, oh. 
sometimes we'll just start, we'll happily put on a little tutu, but she'll go to the park and we'll elbow some of the boys as they're going, as she's going through the, um, um, you know, climbing frames. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Normally, no, I tend they laugh. They go, oh, she's quite, and I'm like, she is. <laughs> she gets right in there. And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> and that's a, a good segue into the next sort of question. You're obviously, you know, juggling, you know, parenting, your entrepreneurial side, the sort of celebrity and media, media side, and you know, it does come across as quite glossy. You know, I'm I can't like post about my daily life because it's just not glossy enough. But you know, underneath that surface, can you tell us a little bit more about the nitty gritty of what it's like balancing business, fame, you know, um, parenting and family? I think the the thing that I learned really quick was you have to drop the mum guilt. You know, the days when I was walking out the door and, you know, Florence was getting upset, I used to, I, I had to tell myself I'm doing this because, you know, I can put you into a extracurriculum activity after school. I can, you know, I can do that. I can put money into your college fund. I can help you in other ways by mum doing this. And I feel like to... It's also showing my girls, you know, you can you can hold your own. And so you stick to a really good routine. And I really feel like that saves us. Regardless of what we've got going on, the next day, whether it's a kind of free day, easy day, or we've got a busy day, we prep um, Penelope's food the night before. So uh, her lunchbox the night before. Her uniform is laid out for the whole week. So, you know, each she's got gymnastics one day, she's got to be, you know, a particular part of her uniform. You know, it's just making sure I think that you have certain things. You know, you'll click this off. I'll put my phone on. Oh, this, is is done, this is it right here. That's great. Um, and, and I feel like, you know, the routine entry that we share in Google Calendar. Um, and so he knows what I'm up to vice versa. I get everything ready to Penelope's hair tie in the morning. So <laughs> there's no frolicking around trying to find this, trying to get that. And even through COVID, I think, you know, you've got to lower your expectations. Um, you know, when you're considering, are you doing a good job? Are you doing a bad job? You're a great mother because you're already cons- you're already having a crack at your own self. So I feel like just lose the mum gill. I, I think just not continuously... <laughs> having this guilt trip on yourself. I just feel like it is Mm. so unfair and you need to have that really close village and have that support around you. And the, the, the late, the, the women that you feel you can connect with, you don't feel like you're going to be judged. You know, sometimes I'll say things, I don't really want feedback. All I want is just, I just, I just want to spill it out. You know, like I feel like you've got to find your little group and it's, it's so important. But in terms of, you know, some days I have it completely together and I'm like, oh yeah, this is fine. And other days I don't. And, and that's fine too. You know, they're, they're the days where the house, like a couple of days ago, I walked in and Andrew had the girls and I've never seen that much crap in my life. Like I walked in, I was like, what the? I thought I could either go off my trolley and just say, seriously, <laughs> or just go, you know what, let it go. So, you know, some days are good, some days are bad. But the number one thing I just, I, I feel like you just got to get up, you got to give each day your best shot and you just can't be hard on yourself. And, you know, whether you are working or you stay at home mum, they're both so hard. Like my husband said the other day, he was on a work call and I actually went in half and I said, I heard that because he said, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you, you know, have the work, look after the, the girls. 
I said, it's so hard. He goes, it's easy to go to work. I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, so regardless of whatever situation you're in, kids are tough. And I'm also educated in that space and it is still tough. And I think once you just, you, know, you go, you know, I'm going to let the house go today. I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to try and feel like I need to get some sensory play in today. I'm just going to let it all go. <laughs> and I find as soon as you drop your expectations, the days run so much smoothly. Um, <laughs> Once I stopped helicopter parenting and decided to just oh, let the kids enjoy themselves, and, and, the life's been easier. Oh, that's and <laughs> I am that. Like when Pam comes home, so I'm like, okay, what did you learn? How can we enforce, reinforce that learning? And she's like, mum, go away. <laughs> I'm like, fair enough. Um, but and our kids can only take so much too, and, and I feel like our life is so fast paced now. Um, you know, it's go, go, go all the time. And I, and I almost see it in Penelope too, that she, she has, uh, she, that she doesn't stop. No, but I mean, that is, that's really great advice. Like I think, you know, a lot of us do suffer from mum guilt. I certainly do. I don't have to work. I choose to, you know, I'm really passionate about what I do and I love it. And, you know, it is really, really great advice. It's really relatable. Self-care is so important. And I feel like mums feel guilty for doing it yeah. um, and there's just, there's no, there is no need. People sometimes think that you, you know everything being a mum because, you know, you're a teacher, you've got the bubba, you must know everything. <laughs> you've got to go through it though. Like, you know, I see first-time mums and and I think, oh, it's so, you know, I used to think, yep, that, you know, yep, I was that. And then second time and then by the fourth bar out, you'll be like, <laughs> whoo, where's the baby off we go. I'm like, what? What's your name again? <laughs> we'll wait and see. The truth, the truth will come out. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. And so, lastly, um, you know, where can people find you um, if they want to have a look at Bub App and sort of what you're doing there? You know, how can um, how can people sort of gain that support that we've been chatting about today through the beautiful community you've created? So, with the Bub App, uh, there's a private <gasps> Facebook page, and we've got that. Just so that I suppose, look, it's such a beautiful community, but it's just that extra bit, I suppose, um, you can really open up and feel like it's just not public to everyone to see and, you know, we can monitor it a lot closely. If there was any bad behaviour or any negativity, we would shut that down straight away. Mm. Um, So I think that's a really special, special spot we have for our mums. And then finding me, oh, gosh, like normally I'm uploading something on on social media at bub.app. And then, uh, yeah, then my personal one is just at, at, at the Rinska. Sharing all things mum life <laughs> and oh, beyond. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm going to chat to you after, but, yeah, thanks so much for joining us on the show. Absolutely. Pop on the show notes, go clean up your flood. Oh, what a hilarious chat that was. Definitely a little different to our usual interviews, but such a pleasure to chat with Lorinska. And as you can see, she's just so, you know, open, so down to earth. And it was great to have some cameos there by Penelope. But if you'd like to check out the work that her and the beautiful Liz Blunt are doing with their host of health professionals, of which, um, as I mentioned, I'm so proud to be part of the Bub app team. So you can find them over at bub.app on Instagram or download the Bub app on your 
uh, Google or the App Store. <laughs> and yeah, so I'll pop all those details in the show notes, as I said. And as always, if you're loving what you're listening to, give us a shout out on social media. I'll be popping this one up on YouTube and across our sort of various social challenges as well, because there was such a, a fun element to it too. Uh, we'll see you in the next episode, ladies. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Lenny Rose Active, Australian-owned, three-times mum and physiotherapist-designed Lux Active and technical wear for the pregnancy to motherhood journey. You can find us on lennyroseactive.com.au or on Instagram at Lenny Rose Active.